Welcome to Not the Expert, where a man who understands nothing talks with experts who know way more than him. It's your source for sounding smarter than you actually are. Not the Expert Podcast with Sean Hudson. I'm not the expert. You can call me Hudson. I'm joined by Kim Furco. Hi, happy to be here. Kim, you are the expert when it comes to working at a historically black college, but wait, stop, don't. You're white. (laughs) That is true. We're going to dive into the details of your work experience, mostly some misconceptions that people have and just day-to-day work life. But before we get there, if you want to join the conversation and be a part of future episodes, you can search Not The Expert Podcast on Facebook. I scream, you scream, we all scream. The cops get called. It's awkward. Not The Expert. So, Kim, you work at a historically black college in Pennsylvania. How did you end up hearing about this job? I was looking to be back in a university environment after recently graduating in 2017. I really missed the academic setting and the work relationships and professional growth. So I was looking at universities in my area and stumbled across this opening. And, you know, I wasn't ruling anything out based on it being a black college. So I looked into the prospect and here I am. So what is it exactly you do at this historically black college? I do recruiting and high school visits, also college fairs, and just talking to general high school seniors or transfer students looking to pursue higher education. So you are the face of the university. You are white. (laughs) It is a historically black college. That is ironic, right? I'll say. um, It's not completely ironic, though. The school was started by a white gentleman but I could see where it's a little bit jarring for the demographic that the university founded for. Kim, can you take me through the interview process, what it was like trying to get hired for this historically black college? Were you like the white person in the room? Uh, I was lucky because there was a first round of interviews that's over the phone, and obviously you can't inquire about someone's race in a job interview. So it wasn't until the second round of interviews where I came in and sat down at a conference table of the entire admission staff who were all black and you know it's nerve-wracking enough to be the focal point of an interview but there was a point towards the end of the interview where the director was looking at me and said so you're caucasian (laughs) no kidding yes i am yeah it's like how do i respond to this very blatant statement (laughs) she elaborated and said how does that reflect upon the university if a family comes in for a tour and you step out and You know, that was a little daunting, but I responded, you know, I know who I am and why I want to be here, and it's ultimately to help people achieve higher education. So uh, I can see why they're uncomfortable, but, you know, it's my job to help them get where they need to be. Going with that theme, have you ever experienced that, being white and a black family shows up, and you're like, hey, I'm here to show you the university, I'm here to tell you about the university, and they're like, all right, this has to be a joke. I get that feeling a lot just from body language and uh, energy, but uh, there was one time, it was actually one of the first times I was doing a family informational session. They had come to the university and were in our building, and, you know, I was asking, where did your folks come from? What attracted you to this university or what piqued your interest? And the mom looked at me, even though I was speaking to the student, and said, he wants to be somewhere where the people around him look like him, which was kind of a slap in the face and a terrible way to set the tone for the tour but i was like awesome (laughs) here's our cafeteria (laughs) 
how do you even deal with that? Again, I know who I am. I understand the university's purpose and mission, and I don't see a conflict of interest between my race and another race, you know, striving for the pursuit of knowledge. So, you know, if you overthink it, that's when it becomes complicated about at the lowest level, it's higher education. Race is very much a hot button issue. It has been in America for a while, especially right now. What is it like? You have the unique opportunity to be the minority, even though you're white in an environment. What is that like? It's really interesting. Um, any minority in a space populated by the majority, you feel othered and that you're on display or representing your the group you belong to, which is a situation that Black people have found themselves in for as long as society existed here in America. So it's not really something I have to deal with. It's just something I'm aware of, you know, when we're sitting at the holiday party and playing black card revoked or something, you know, I just have to sit there and, you know, laugh at it, you know, make light of the situation. Has your perspective changed at all being a white person or maybe just in general towards how other cultures are perceived being that minority? I guess not my perspective, but just looking at how narratives are formed that give context and connotations, different perceptions, just looking at how we arrive at these narratives and, you know, the history of it. So I don't necessarily think my own perception has changed. What is something uh, other people who aren't experts, friends, family, when they hear what you do for a living and where you work, what are some common responses, maybe some misconceptions that they have? There's a whole variety. I think it really depends who I'm speaking to. If I'm talking to folks from my parents' generation or people that are baby boomers or those sorts of things, depending on where they're at geographically, they might not even be familiar with the concept of a historically black college. It's just not something that ever came into their realm or world. So often the conversation starts there, explaining what a historically black college is. But talking to younger folks, they just... Sometimes they might be surprised or, you know, crack a joke and say some slur at me or something. Not a slur, but, you know, just poke fun at it. So it just depends on the audience. Being someone who doesn't understand a lot about historically black colleges, what you said explaining what it is, if you had to explain it to me, what is it? Their institution founded before the Civil Rights Act that allowed segregation in institutes of higher learning. So most historically were formed right after the Civil War for freed slaves or their descendants. And from there, they just developed into a really rich academic and research environment and developed their own traditions and cultural practices that persist today, even though institutions have been desegregated. We got this really rich culture and history that only exists at historically black colleges. So obviously segregation isn't a thing anymore. This is like the dumb question of the day. Are there white people who attend these historically black universities? There certainly are. There's students, there's faculty, there's uh, administration like myself. It's a collaborative environment. Historically black colleges were founded on inclusion and in response to exclusion. People always say like historically black colleges are further promoting segregation. They were founded in response to segregation because they weren't allowed at white institutions. Black colleges never said only black people can go here. They said, oh, we're not allowed to join you. We'll do it ourselves. So yeah, it's a really diverse environment. There's historically black colleges across the nation that actually are now more than 50% non-black students. 
Yes, there's there's white people both attending and researching at these institutions. It's more of a historical implication and a, a cultural one than an exclusionary one. Now, Kim, some people, I feel like they tend to be older, hear historically black college, and one of the first comments they have is, oh, that's racist. It's a, a college just for one group of people. That shouldn't be allowed. What is your response to that? <laughs> uh, for folks that can remember segregation, I could see why that seems like a exclusionary thing. You know, the name itself says, like, black. It's only for us, which is an easy misconception. Um, I, I'd have to say, even when I was unfamiliar with historically black colleges, I maybe almost understood that or felt that way before further research. But again, they were formed in response to segregation. It wasn't a segregation-founded thing. It was reactionary to segregation. And there was never a point where Black people said non-Black people can't come here and study or can't come here and teach. Is there anything surprising to you that you learned about Black culture or Black people that you weren't prepared to learn about or didn't think you would learn about working this job? Going to university beforehand, you know, I was exposed to all different groups of people, but being in this new setting, surrounded by like a new concentration of non-white people, I realized that Black culture isn't this monolith that's consistent and homogenous across all different groups. It's yeah, black culture is not monolithic. You know, it's as varied and has as many details to it as any other upbringing. So, Kim, besides obviously an education, what are some things that historically black colleges provide to students? Historically, black colleges are really proud of their history and excited for their future. A lot of legacies or students that had family members go to historically black colleges feel a desire to also attend historically black colleges. It's something that can be passed down through families and they feel a strong kinship to their schools. So that's a big factor for students that are interested in, in HBCU education. There's also a lot of cultural opportunities that sometimes aren't offered at a university that's not historically black, whether it be historically black Greek-lettered organizations or religious aspects, there's a lot of support and resources that are offered at HBCUs that you don't find at other institutions. Working in admissions, is there a trend you see with students who are applying to this school? uh, There's definitely your traditional high school senior looking to go directly into a four-year school. That's always a viable base for students, but we do have a good amount of transfer students students who have already got a degree or students that began their undergraduate studies at perhaps a predominantly white institution and didn't have such a good experience and are looking to pursue those intangibles that HBCUs offer. So aside from your typical applicant, you know, we do have a lot of non-traditional students. Diving into the details of education, how are curriculums for the most part formed at a historically black college? Are they based around African-American culture or are they taught maybe traditional is not the right word, but like a state university would teach, let's say, history? The curriculum and material are definitely parallel to that of any other university, but there is a strong focus on a liberal arts education and, you know, forming a well-rounded worldview and being aware of your history and relating it to the present. But again, it's really indicative upon what the students interested in studying. There's very strong STEM fields or more practical things like nursing or political science and criminal justice. 
but again, it does really focus on that well-rounded worldview or collaborative learning that some schools might not offer. Kim, you've given this really unique point of view, and it's something that obviously you can probably attest to. Not a lot of people get to experience firsthand. Before I let you go, is there anything you want to add? I just think it's really interesting about all the questions I get from people about my situation. It's always focused on how different I am in this setting, but honestly, working in this environment, I've realized more than ever that we all have more in common than we do differences, but I can see why you know people frame it as the the difference between myself and the setting that's kim furco she's the expert when it comes to being white and working at a historically black college my name's hudson and i'm not the expert the views and opinions expressed by guests in this episode do not necessarily reflect those of the host and not the expert podcast